Hi everyone, this is Lifestyle with Gay Black Boy. I am Sakura Kasugane. Let me know who that is. If you know who that is, I will definitely buy you a drink this weekend. Somebody got bought a drink last week and they actually guessed. They guessed very good who Gante Igarashi was. So I hope you guys have all had a fantastic weekend. This is Friday, September 27th. If you're not listening on September 27th, then you happen to be listening on some obscure day in the random future of 2025. Maybe Smarch is a month now. If it's Smarch, happy Smarch uh, day or whatever you guys do to celebrate Smarch. I'm not really sure what that is. I don't know what that could be, but it could be something amazing. Um, but wherever you're listening to, thank you for listening. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you're returning, then you might kind of like this little weird, crazy, whiny, nasally voice I have going on. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Like always, if you want to interact with the show, you can definitely do that by hitting me up on the socials at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. Oh, wow. That wasn't the socials. <laughs> on the socials, just look for lifestyle of a gay black boy. If you want to email me, go to lifestylegbb. That's lifestyle, G is in gay, B is in black, B is in boy at gmail.com. You can definitely interact with the show. Give me topics, subjects, questions, anything you want to hear about. Feedback. Curse me the hell out. I'll even extend it this week. You can put in 20 curse words and I'll stop at number five. Um, if you want to interact, I would be glad to hear what you're wanting to say. And thank you guys for all the feedback. If you like this podcast, the only thing that I ask that you do is give me a review and rate it and share it with people that you know, share it with people you don't know, share it with your floorboards, share it with your local sheriff as they're arresting you for whatever they're arresting you for. I mean, you can get arrested for having a spoon out in public now, but share it. Um, Share it with your friends, whoever, rate it and review. That is the best thing that you can do when it comes to a podcast or any podcaster that's out there. Don't give us money. Just share our content because sharing it makes it easier for us to do this. And I love it. Um, So I didn't say it yet because I'm going to say it now. This weekend is my birthday. I'm turning 31 and I feel like I'm going to be a real man for the first time ever. Oh boy. <laughs> it's uh, my 31st birthday and I am excited about this, y'all. My 30th birthday was a blur because I got blackout drunk and I really don't remember any of it except for what everybody else told me I did, which wasn't bad. Nothing terrible happened, but I also don't remember it. So we're going to pretend like my 31st is my 30th all over again. This year, I plan on remembering my birthday. Um, so this week, the only update or thing I want to talk about is something that I'm thoroughly, thoroughly happy about to see going on right now. If you are listening and the year still happens to be 2019, Individual One, 
that is orange president, President Cheeto, Donald Trump, has finally had an impeachment inquiry officially opened on him. Now, the articles of impeachment have not been drawn up. Impeachment is not guaranteed. But this orange Mandarin Cheeto is floundering in the news. His press conferences have been even more terrible than before. And I am thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly happy about it. Um, just as I watch him sweat and as the orange sweat plops off his face past that terrible comb over, it's just something beautiful and fun to see. And I think everybody should take a minute and just enjoy it. Just enjoy the fact that this individual one who could not find his way out of a paper bag is struggling with the consequences he made for himself. Now, if you haven't read it all, you haven't seen it all, This all started from a whistleblower complaint that was made, but the whistleblower complaint was withheld from Congress, which, by the way, is slightly illegal. (laughs) And then on top of that, this had to do with a call from Ukraine for him to pressure or urge the president of Ukraine, who was just recently elected, to investigate one of the 2020 Democratic Uh, presidential hopefuls, Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son. Um, Individual one insists that he did not pressure the Ukrainian president to do this investigation, but it is clear that there were all kinds of implications, pressure, no exact word for word quid pro quo. If you don't know what that means, that means this for that. Quid pro quo. Look it up. It's a I don't know why. I think it's Latin. But um, it's just beautiful to see. It's beautiful to watch this individual flounder on television more than ever before. And then you see his constituents like Nunez, who is trying to come to his defense and just fucking idiots. I am happy to see this impeachment inquiry and hope it will go to articles of impeachment and this is a monumental time in the United States governmental system. Maybe we can have some real change happen here and maybe we can actually have a government that would acknowledge that black people are people. I'm hoping for it. Let's see where we go. Now another thing that I do want to bring up, there have been more reports or at least more noticeability of trans men and women of color being murdered and killed in the news and on social media. And I'm very, very happy to see that it's becoming a lot louder. On October 8th, the first ever Supreme Court uh, case will be brought forward in front of the Supreme Court about a transgendered woman losing her job after saying to her employer that she is going to return to work as a transgendered woman, living her truth and living her life. I will definitely post about this all over the social medias for this podcast because everybody needs to take note of this. For the first time ever, the Supreme Court is going to hear a case of a transgendered woman being discriminated against. And we need to make sure that they vote and rule in her favor. She deserves everything that we all deserve. So... I will definitely make sure to post that. I will make sure that you guys see it. (sighs) Times are rough and hard, 
but they change and they get better because we keep fighting. So that's all the updates I have for today. Um, But let's get into this podcast because this podcast today is going to be called Gay, Black, and Libra. It's Libra season, y'all. And, you know, I mean, it goes without saying I'm a Libra. And I personally think Libra is just the best sign in the Zodiac. I don't really know much about the Zodiac outside of Libra because I don't really care. But I will tell you this, that I like Libra. (laughs) I know that was a shitty explanation. It wasn't even funny. But I'm a Libra. And being a Libra, there's a lot of things that come with it. And I wasn't really into the Zodiac when I was younger. Now that I've gotten older, I started reading more and understanding it more. And it's pretty cool um, just looking at it. I mean, take it as a grain of salt because it's the Zodiac. It's not going to govern the way your life goes. But I am a Libra, so that's why we're going to talk about gay, Brack and Libra. And again, my birthday is coming up and I'm very excited about it. So instead of doing my normal quote, I thought to read a little excerpt from my horoscope of Libra. So it goes like this. If you aren't the most self-assured person in the world, Libra, take a look around and see all that you've done. True, you still have many unattained dreams, but look at how many you've already realized. A lack of confidence in your abilities is holding you back. There's a moment for everyone when a leap of faith is required. It's time for you to jump. And I thought that was amazing to read. Um, So this week, I've been going through just the emotions in my head where, you know, I am pretty sure we all do it as now we get into our older years. We get closer to our birthday and we're like, where is my life going? What have I done? Why am I here? What is it to be human? What is this journey that we call life? What's happening right now? And I, of course, have that thought in my head all the damn time. I hate it. But it gets even stronger once I get closer to my birthday. And that's where I am. So I thought, why not talk about it? Why not enjoy where I'm at and then also look at it because I have felt that disappointment or at least that despair to say I'm not where I want to be or where I should be, but that's not a bad thing. So with today's episode being all about Libra, if you don't know what Libra is or being a Libra is, being a Libra is all about a balanced life. So Libra, with it being our season, we know that balance governs our lives. Light can't exist without dark. Creation can't exist without destruction. Peanut butter has to go with chocolate or jelly if you're into that. No judgment here. (laughs) But looking at the zodiac, Libra is the only sign that's represented by an inanimate object. There's... It's the only object in the entire Zodiac that is an object and not a living creature or being. There's no organic features to it at all. It's a pair of scales, the scales of Libra, the balance of life. You know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Egyptian religion, but in the Egyptian religion, when you die, when you go on to the afterlife, and you're getting ready to be given either eternal bliss or damnation, your heart is weighed on a scale with a feather. And if your heart is heavier than the feather, then you go to hell, essentially, or you go to eternal damnation. 
If your heart is lighter than the feather, then you go on to eternal bliss or eternal life. Scales have been a very major part of the human existence. This balance, this eternal balance that's been around. There's so many things to think about. So I'm going to take you on a bit of a history journey here. I'm not going to say lesson because I'm not going to quantify everything that I have to say with uh, sources. But in the Egyptian religion, we have the scales. Um, in nomadic religions in Europe, we had Stonehenge and Woodhenge. Now, if you're not familiar with Stonehenge or Woodhenge, these are in Europe. And Stonehenge is, I don't know what part of Europe. Please, somebody tell me. And I'm sorry, because I am not sure exactly where it is. But in Stonehenge, Stonehenge is a monument built out of stones that are post and lintel design. And they are perfectly aligned or were perfectly aligned when they were built with the sun to line up for the summer equinox and the winter equinox. The equinox is the balance where the exact day of daylight, I'm sorry, the exact time of daylight and the exact time of nighttime are equal. They are perfectly equal. Now, Stonehenge was built as almost like a timepiece to represent the sun and when it rises. Woodhenge was exactly opposite from Stonehenge. Still a post and lintel design. If you don't know what a post and lintel is, take one hand and point it straight up in the air with your fingers pointing at the ceiling. That is your post. Your lintel, take your other hand, make it horizontal and place it on top of those fingers so it's facing long ways. That is the lintel. A post and lintel is essentially our door frames. You know, you walk through a door, that's a post and lintel design. Um, but Woodhenge was the exact opposite of Stonehenge. It was perfectly aligned with the moon's rising and setting during the equinox. That's another situation of balance. Now, this was built well before clocks and digital things were in place. This was built well before the nomadic season of man. This was more just, I'm not going to say primitive, but early human beings creating structures that aligned with balance and time. Even though at that period, time was not a concept the way we look at it now. I, another way to think of balance. So another way to think of balance is when you go to the gym. When you get on the barbell and you do deadlifts, you can't have an uneven barbell. You try to have the exact same weight on both sides of the bar. That is balance. And you do that because you know that trying to lift an uneven weight is going to be an uneven stress on your body and will only cause damage. That's Libra. We exist in that balance, that scheme of balance. So it's important, and I bring that all up with the fact that the Libra sign has no organic feature. It's just a scale because this is our governing aspect to our lives if you are Libra. Now, I look at it for myself and I feel like it speaks volumes when I do talk about it because I know that at times in my life, I forget that I am a human. I forget that I am a flesh and blood being. I forget that I will make mistakes and because I make mistakes, I judge myself far beyond the spectrum of what my mistake is equal to. I mean, you know, there are times where, and I'm pretty sure not 
even if you're just not a Libra, you're just an individual who thinks about things, especially if you're an introvert, you can make a mistake on something. This mistake could have been well within the structure or confines of what you're doing where a mistake is capable, but I beat myself up about it for months on end. I'll go back to the exact situation years from now and still feel that ill feeling of why did did you do that, Andrew? I mean, it could be something as simple as I put on two mismatching pairs of socks during the day and someone happened to see the socks and comment that they saw my socks. That threw my equilibrium way off where I'm like, um, fuck, I shouldn't have wore those. You know, I'll put unreasonable expectations on myself to the point that I know there's no way I can meet these expectations and there's still no way I can hold myself up to these expectations. But once I don't meet them, I try to hold myself up to that standard. I try to do parkour and I have no idea what parkour is. I try to watch a football game and understand football, but I'm like, isn't this the one where they're supposed to have the bat and the glove with the cage on it? And I'm like, that that's not football. I have no idea what I just was talking about. Sports, yay. But um, when I think about it, I've made mistakes, I'll forget about things, and I always harp on myself and I come back to it. And the way that comes into the role of balance is I'm trying to reach something unattainable at the same time understanding that I cannot reach that. So it sounds like a conundrum, but it's one of those things where it's like in one hand, I've got the unattainable and the other hand I have what I can realistically do and I try to weigh those out I weigh out with what I can realistically do and then with this little bit of the horoscope that I read it makes me look back at what I have done and it makes that weight so much evenly more evenly distributed if that makes sense so when I continually beat myself up and I do it for the longest time There's one thing that I have to think about is that living a normal life can be crazy. I mean, the plight of a Libra is unfortunately a never-ending one. And there's no great song to go with it. I mean, you don't get the flight of the bumblebee playing when you're a Libra. I wish I could have that playing 24-7 in my life, but I don't. Um, But this got me to thinking of, as a Libra, how do certain things in my life relate to my horoscope or to what the horoscope always says. So let's start a little bit with love. So the Libra horoscope for love is all about this being your season of love, especially when it comes to winter. And the fall equinox is approaching and it will be here next week. And the fall equinox, again, to go back to what the equinox is, it's when the time that the sun is up is perfectly equal to the time that the moon is up. It is an equal 24-hour period, 12 hours of sunlight, 12 hours of moonlight. Um, So that equinox is the ultimate celestial balance. It's heavenly bodies or planets or orbiting objects with their own uh, gravitational pull, proving to us that balance stresses across the galaxy. And love falls into that because, you know, you have the great amount of time in the daylight with your boo. Then at nighttime, you have the greatest time of nighttime with your boo. little Netflix and chill or, you know, just if you want to go balls to the wall until the morning, go ahead. But I can't imagine doing that. Um, But 
The fall equinox is something big, and the fact that everything is equal during this time means that your love can also be equal. Now, when I read things like this, it makes me wonder because my horoscope always says it's the perfect time to date, it's the perfect time for love, but I have no desire to date, I have no desire for love at this time. Is that my balance? I wonder that where it's like, okay, the horoscope is saying this, but my body is feeling something completely different. Or then I think, I mean, well, I guess the form of balance that I could have is that maybe I don't want to share my cookies permanently, but maybe I want somebody to dip it in a little bit of milk, have their little bite, and then go about their way. You know, I could see that as a part of balance. It could all be good, but... It could also be bad at the same time. That could be the balance. You know, I always think about it when I think about love or trying to start a new relationship of where I'm at and where I want to be. And when I do that, I look at it one way. I'm like, okay, I love the fact that I am completely independent. I have nobody to depend on and I can enjoy it. And then some days I look at it and I'm like, okay, maybe I've overindulged in this feeling. So that's the reason why I don't understand love or I don't understand trying to date. So at that point, I get frustrated because maybe I'm out of balance. I haven't had the other juxtaposition to it. I haven't had that moment of having somebody else in my space, sharing my time with somebody else, hearing somebody else's problems, or maybe just slap and tickle in the same person all the time. It feels weird. I don't have that balanced structure. Right now, I'm carrying a pancake in one hand. In the other hand, I've got a two-ton boulder. I ate a little spinach. I got like that. (laughs) But I don't know. And when I think of love, I always try to think of it as a balanced battlefield. And I don't know if you're like me. If you are like me when it comes to being Libra, you hear these things about love and all these things, and you're like, but I got myself. If I have myself, I have the perfect equilibrium there because I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So when you try to add somebody else into that, it throws you off balance and then you get annoyed or you get scared and you're like, well, my balance is gone, so fuck this. If I just eliminate the weight that I added to the scales, I will be back into balance. But sometimes you need that weight there. And sometimes you have to reevaluate the math problem put other weights on the other side of the scale and figure out how to balance. That weight is compromise. It's compromise. Can't believe I'm even saying it. It's compromise. I hate compromise. I don't like to compromise. But if I want to have an effective relationship, I know that I will have to compromise. You know, one of the things that I say a lot, I've even said it on this podcast, is the reason why I don't date is because on Fridays when I'm ordering Grubhub, I have to ask somebody else what they want if I'm dating them. That's my lack of wanting to compromise. But then the other side of me that's in there, this Andrew that's behind the lens that doesn't always speak vocally is like, hey girl, um, you know, it's cute sitting here eating your lo mein by yourself, but you know how cute it would be if we had like Billy Bob here with us eating his lo mein too. And then he just happened to sit the lo mein to the side and, and have a little bit of soy sauce between the two of you, it it, it could be beautiful. <laughs> and that's one of the things that I rule out when I'm like, uh, whatever, I'll balance with myself, not somebody else. So 
it could be interesting. It could be fun. Who knows? But love is one of the things that always come out. Now, when I do think of love and when it comes to the balance and wanting to have desire, I also think of what happens outside of the love. You know, love, when we think of it, you have those great, beautiful moments. We always talk about, oh, she was shining in the sunlight and it was a great, beautiful day. Or he just glistened when I saw him getting out of the pool and I love him so much. But then you have to think about those times where it's like, God damn, I fucking hate you. You chew with your mouth open, bitch. Now, while those are the things that turn me off when it comes to dating or relationships or finding love, I find myself looking at the fact that this is also balance. Balance still plays a role here for the Libra, where I may hate the way your face looks at sometimes, but there's other times I just want to pinch your cheeks and push your head down into my badge. It's love. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm talking about this balance thing and it kind of works for me because I'm trying to sort out my feelings when it comes to love and what can be beneficial in love and what can't be, what can cause balance in love and what cause unbalance. But I'm all coming back to the same thing. While I may hate certain things, it's also good at the same time. You know, I'm going to get ready to go to a break for a minute, but if you're into numbers and numerology... I am turning 31. Three and one equal four. And I think four is a balanced number. Just think about it. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. I wanted to take a time to invite you guys into a new venture that I am starting with my best friend, Danny. And that is our new podcast called Some Meta Shit. Danny's here. I want you to hear from him, too. Hey guys, so you may have heard me before. I was on one of the episodes of Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy in the episode Gay Black and Kinky. Um, and I'm very excited to be going on this new adventure with Andrew so that we can get into what we call meta. Um, basically, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about our word choice and our language and how it has a deep impact on society, on other people, and on ourselves. Um, what do you think? I think it's a great adventure to go on and it's a great venture to just take together because words mean things people and I am not a wordsmith I am not a word doctor and I'm not Kanye West so I don't speak for a generation <laughs> but to go on this journey and talk about the language we use and how it affects the world and people around us I think is a fantastic journey yep so basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about language we're gonna talk about talking or we're gonna learn about learning Let's get into this. If you guys want to listen, you can always check out my podcast here, Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy, on all major podcast platforms. And you can also look for some meta shit, which is our new podcast together here with Danny. And you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, and in the future to come, all major podcasting platforms. So if you want to give us a follow, you can follow us on Instagram at some at some meta shit. <laughs> And we'll be on Facebook very shortly. We'll get that dot com too. Right. So check out some meta shit. All right, guys. So I'm back. And I want to get into another area that has to do with a lot of balance. And this is an area I think we can all relate to. And this has to do with careers or your work 
or your job. Whatever it is that you do to get your coins, ducats, doubloons, your greenbacks, big faces, Benjamins, whatever you want to call it. And it's your work. It's your career. Now, balance when it comes to a career is important. And it's something that I didn't think about when I was growing up. It's not something that I thought about until I got into my later 20s. Because I was just like, oh, a job is a job. I'm going to go here to grab these coins, get my bag, and go home. Party for the weekend, come back, do it Monday through Friday, and just live in the same cycle. Just repeat, repeat, repeat. Go to work, do my job, half-ass it, go lose my mind on the weekends. That was my balance because it was a cycle. I knew what was going to happen on Monday. I knew what was going to happen on Sunday because it never changed. Now, I think about things that I didn't think about before. So one of the things that has to do with balance when it comes to a career or work is a work-life balance. I'm going to keep coming back to this word balance. A work-life balance, if you're not familiar with it, means that the time that you're putting into work is equivalent to the time that you're putting in at home. Now, it may not be hours-wise the exact amount of time that's similar, but it's the same kind of energy. When I go to work and maybe I'm working hard, I'm working to the grind, maybe snapping off a couple of fingernails or just getting pissed off because Sheila wants to yell about something that Sheila has no idea that Sheila should be talking about. I don't have anybody that I work with named Sheila. But it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, okay, is what I'm doing here enough to say that what I have at home is good enough to show for. And it's also got to do with the time of I'm putting in 40 hours a week here when I'm ready to have 40 hours a week for myself. Do I have that? Can I enjoy it? Or am I always stressed out about what I'm doing and where I'm working? Now, I've worked in both scenarios. One of a completely uneven work-home balance where work was just redonkulous and the fact that I worked so hard, I was so stressed out, but it did nothing contribute to my home life. I immediately quit those jobs. Didn't stick around, did not go past go to collect $200. I immediately left my badge on my desk or just said, hey, I'm quitting y'all, not doing this one. Or I've had those jobs where there was complete balance and then I just fucked it up myself, to be quite honest, because once I have a job where it's balanced and it's good, I'm not leaving. You might as well call me the employment herpes because I am staying. There is no cure for me and I'm not going to leave. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Throw a little water on me or whatever people do with herpes to feel better. But I'm not leaving. You know, and when I look at it, I also look at the stability compared to the instability that can happen in a job. So I know for myself, I am not a salesperson. I cannot sell anything. I could not sell crack to a crack addict. Couldn't do it. Not good enough. I would probably talk them out of the crack. I don't think I could sell water to somebody who's thirsty. Because I would probably end up drinking the water myself. I'd be like, oh, this is so delicious. Go, 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 go. Oh, I'm sorry. I drank all the water. They'd probably punch me in the face. (laughs) I mean... I don't even think I could sell money to a broke person. That's how bad of a salesperson I am. So you won't find me in a sales position and loving it. 
But I can say that I love teaching and I love being out there to help other people and meet new people. So if I get a job where I get to do that, I'm like, gold, gold. That to me right there, you have just handed me a silver and golden platter with platinum chicken nuggets on it and golden sriracha ketchup. Oh my God. Now you would get a lot of poisoning, like heavy metal poisoning from eating that. So don't eat that. Okay. Don't do it. But when it comes to balancing your career, there are things that I have learned that stick out to me, especially for someone who's a balance seeker. If you happen to be a Libra and you're listening to this, you're going to seek balance. You're going to want that balance in your life. One of the major things to have good balance with an employer is open communication. Open communication is important. We talk to ourselves a lot. I talk to myself all the time, whether it's out loud or silently within my head. If I don't have an open line of communication with my employer, the place that can stress me out the most, the most of the time of the day when I don't get to relax, then that's an issue. Because then I'm going to brood on it. I'm going to build on it. I'm going to get pissed off. And maybe the situation that I'm brooding on that happened in this work environment has nothing to do with work and could have been solved with a simple conversation. But because I don't have that open line to talk, I think it's me. So I'm like, okay, I'm out. Fuck this. I'm not doing this. When it can have been something as simple as just having a conversation and say, hey, Sheila, why didn't you say hi? I don't work with a Sheila just so you guys know that. But it could have been something as simple as that. Not having that open line of communication can disrupt the balance, can disrupt that team functionality and cause huge problems. You know, when you don't have balance in work, it can cause severe jeopardy for you. One way to think of it is your work-life balance, your your work-home balance. So I worked a job in the past where work consumed all of my life. Even when I was off from work, it consumed all of my life. I always had people calling me, texting me, not leaving me alone. I only associated with people that I worked with. So when we ever got together, the conversation was always about work or somehow got to work. And yeah, it was fun. It was a great stress relief to, you know, shoot the shit about how much we all hated um, Veronica. Like, that was great. But then it also sucked at the same time because it was like, fuck, I got to spend my time away from work talking about goddamn Veronica. It was never fun. I never had that relief from work to just leave work behind and put it away. Libras, this speaks big to us. You have to have a complete separate set of friends from the people you associate with that you work with. You have to. It will drive you insane if the same people that you see at work are the same people that you see outside of work because you have no balance there. Take the heart and the feather again as a measure. The heart could be your job. The feather could be your friends. I'm not saying one should outweigh the other in this scenario. I'm just saying that they are two completely different objects. And if all you have is all heart and no feather, you're going to get tired of it. You're going to get tired of just being around that same group of people that's going to throw off your balance and you're going to be like, well, I want to just go and vent about how much I fucking hate Veronica because Veronica did something stupid, like put a Crayola crayon in the pencil sharpener. Now we all have fucking pink 
pencils, Veronica. Or you can have a friend, a friend group that is completely outside of your work. So even though they'll look at you crazy, like, why the hell is this bitch talking about crayons and a pencil sharpener? But you get it out, you move on, and nobody tries to give you some encouraging word of kindness. Or nobody tries to say to you, oh, well, maybe we should have a conversation with Veronica tomorrow. Nope. I just want to get out my frustration, and that's it. You don't know Veronica, so you don't get to do anything about it. Having a complete separate life from work will provide balance for you. Another thing when it comes to your career is the money you're making. Is the money you're making able to support the life that you want to live? If it's not, you don't have balance. Not at all. Maybe you have a life where you want to have filet mignon and uh, Bordeaux every night. But you're only making $6.50 a night. I'm telling you, you cannot afford that. It does not work that way unless you have a cute sugar daddy who you don't mind dipping it low for. It's not going to work if you're making six fifty a night. The cut of the the cut, <laughs> the cut of fillet is going to be more than your hourly pay. The Bordeaux is going to be more than your hourly pay, unless you feel it's worth it in those situations and you've got everything else handled. It's not going to work. But if you like to live that lifestyle, you need to have a job that can accommodate that lifestyle at the same time. Something where you're making enough money to know you're not going to be struggling. And that's that balance again. Now, another part of the balance when it does come to your job is knowing when to leave. Knowing when it's too much. You know, when it comes to leaving a job, and I talked about this last week about moving on, but balance plays a role in this as well. When you feel yourself unable to adjust or justify why you're stressing yourself out, you're not out of balance. When you're ready to leave a job and leave it the right way, believe it or not, you're at a perfectly balanced state because you're thinking clearly with your head. You're thinking that this is not for me and I know it's not for me, so it's time to go. It's beautiful. You're not only getting out of your comfort zone by going to do something else, but you know you've got yourself set up for something greater. Perfectly balanced. An even set of scales. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just all about it. You know, now another thing that I think of is when I think about my life, looking through the lens of a Libra, I look at how I started and where I'm at now as a balance seeker. I always try to look at both sides and I typically try to explore both sides to an extent of where I was and what I am doing now. I think about it when it comes to being gay, to exploring my queer side, to doing things that I maybe have never done before. Now, earlier in my life, I never really explored much of the gay side of my life because it wasn't accepted. It wasn't something that I could do around my family or talk about around my family or even bring a magazine to my family's house that happened to be gay or queer positive. Now, I don't give a fuck. This is all me in here. I have heels. I'll wear gender bending clothes. I'll come out and drag. I have all kinds of gay periodicals, magazines, flags, colors, and everything. And you can't tell me nothing. And It's kind of balancing out the past that I could not have before to 
to where I am now. I feel a sense of purpose and I feel a just satisfaction for myself of who I am to just be able to express myself without feeling confined to where I am. To my Libras who are out there who maybe you don't have that space to express who you are and you kind of feel like you're bottling up who you are, whether you're gay, straight, black, white, orange, brown, whatever color, whatever race you are, whatever you identify yourself as, the time will come where you can balance it out. Maybe you're not in a situation where you get to just have that perfect of, this is me, this is queer me, I'm loving both of them. Maybe you don't have that space yet, but it will come. Don't give up on it, because if you give up on it, you won't get to it. Now, in my household, when I was growing up as a kid, I mean, I got my Sailor Moon animes taken away from me because my parents thought Sailor Moon was making me gay. And I got all kinds of fun things that I love taken away from me because my parents were like, oh, that's going to make you gay. Can't have it. It's okay. They are doing what they think is right. It is not right. I'm not justifying their actions. You just turn the other cheek and keep it moving. Because once you move out on your own, then you can buy as much Sailor Moon as you want to buy. (laughs) You can have as much high heels and makeup as you want to have if that's what you're into. You can do it all because now it's all you in here. And you can balance that out. The struggle sucks, but as you learn to balance it while you're on your own, it feels so much better. So that's just a little message to my gay Libras out there balance will come even though there's people outside of your spectrum who are causing imbalance in your life. You know, one of the things that I do think of that I would have never had the chance to do ever if I was still living at home or if I was still holding myself to the confines that were set up to me through the lack of knowledge that my people around me knew when it came to me being queer If I was still in that space, I wouldn't be the Andrew I am today. If I was still in that space, I wouldn't be somebody who wants to enjoy life and wants to have fun. I would still be regretting the fact that I wake up alive every day because I'm not fitting into the spectrum that was supposed to be set out and laid for me. So it gets better, y'all. It does. And that's just a message for my queer uh, queer Libra people out there. It gets better. You know, another area that I think of when it comes to balance in my own personal life as well is with my friendships and it's my friendships of who's around me. You know, now I've built a friend group of just great individuals who I love all of you. If you listen, if you don't listen, just know that I love you because I have friends who... Maybe we can't all talk about the same exact things because we don't all exist on the same spectrum. But I know that if they need me or I need them, they're always there. I know that I have a set of friends that maybe I can talk about an issue with my makeup about. And then I have a set of friends who maybe I can talk about, I don't fucking understand football. And both spectrums will explain to me what I need to know and just listen to me vent And it just helps me get through my day. I have a balanced group of friends there. Balance is so important. And 
I, I, I don't know what to say about it. I don't know why I decided to go on this route or choose this podcast uh, subject other than I'm a Libra and I'm trying to figure out the balance in my life and I love it. I mean, I look around my living room where I'm recording right now and even subliminally, everything in here is balanced now that I look at it. I have the same exact lamp on each side of the wall. My couch is perfectly centered within my living room. My love seat is perfectly centered in the wall that it's next to. It's all about knowing that both sides are the same. And it's just a beautiful thing. (laughs) I don't know. I love it. Um, But you know what? That's where we're going to end it. I just feel this is a good point to end it. Um, So one thing that I do want to talk about, other than the subject of balance and Libra, is it's been 31 years. 31 years since I've been on this planet, been on this earth, or in this skin, this body. And there's a lot that I've been through. And I want to say to everybody who's out there is listening, maybe you've had a moment in your life where you don't believe it's going to get better, or you don't believe that there's much past what you're seeing, or maybe you're working to something, or you're working on a goal, and you just feel it's not getting big enough. It's not where it should be. I just have to say to that, don't give up. Keep going. Every time you feel that you're not doing enough, tell yourself, you're amazing. Don't try to do more. Don't try to go crazy because you're going to deviate yourself from the road that you're on to get to where you want to be. Just know that things at times will take a lot of time. It'll take a lot of work. It'll take a lot of effort. Like the horoscope said, if you're a Libra, taking a leap of faith can be a frightening and scary thing, but do it. Jump. What do you have to lose by jumping? Now, if you're on the edge of a building right now, don't don't listen to that. Don't. Don't jump off the building. Jump into that new venture. Invest your time into that new venture. If you're like me, there's times where I would say to myself, don't go out there. Don't do it because who knows what's going to happen. Who knows what people are going to say. Don't do it because you're going to be disappointed. And those times I wish I had said to myself, Andrew, do it. Do it. Get up and do it. Who the fuck cares what other people are going to say? Who the fuck cares what the return is on it? Do it because it's something you want to do. Just do it. (laughs) That's all I can say. So guys, thank you for listening today. Um, For my tipsy rant of my 31st birthday and being a Libra and getting out in this world. (laughs) I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, I only ask if there's one thing that I would appreciate as a birthday present. That is that you follow the page at Lifestyle GBB. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, Vero, Twitter, Tumblr, Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy. I'm on all the socials. Just follow the page. Share it with your friends. um, Listen to the podcast. That would be the perfect birthday present for me. And uh, if you'd like to contribute to the podcast, questions, comments, concerns, maybe you want to order a pair of shoes, I can direct you in the right 
direction because I cannot send you my shoes. My shoes are cute. And I'm keeping those bad boys. <laughs> but uh, you can do that through the social medias at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy or LGBB or Lifestyle GBB. Or you can send me an email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. I'll be sure to read your messages and get back to you as soon as I can. Maybe even feature your content on the show. If you do decide to curse me out, go ahead and throw 20 curse words in there because I'm going to stop at the first one. It's my birthday. It's Libra season. So I'm not going to try to read negative things. But I will definitely acknowledge the fact that you sent it to me. Maybe with a smiley face. And if you want to be kept anonymous, I will keep you anonymous. Um, Go out and have fun. Be safe this weekend, you guys. And I'm going to leave you with a quote for the week. And this quote comes from me. It comes from Andrew Shepard. And this quote is this. Do not count time. Do not believe that you are wasting time. Go out and experience time. Have a great weekend, y'all.